Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And together we are Entreprequeers. A podcast of two gay idiots owning and operating their own businesses during the midst of end stage capitalism. Welcome Indeed back everybody. Indeed we are. Indeed um, we are. We're, we're officially recording in Aries season. And I know Kayleen has felt it. I think uh, I have felt it too. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, normally I'm just like a little water baby and I'm like, oh, fire season. Everyone's so loud and there's fighting and I just don't. I, I want to hide. No. This time I like felt the shift from Pisces to Aries season and I was like, let's work, bitch. It's fun. <laughs> let's, it's- it was great. I like literally, I literally felt the brain fog just like lift mm-hmm. like midday I, it was I incredible mars i really hate it and i think this is because i'm like an airy sun and it's like ruled by mars but i think it's a really cool planet and people are always like oh mars is hostile no like well what do you a what do you think is going on right now you think we don't need mars energy you think we don't need to like have a fire under our yeah. ass like no like the, the more violent answer would be to not have a fire under your ass which is funny because mars just moved into cancer this week after spending so much time in gemini and mars yeah. is not at home in cancer they are yeah that's why uh that's why that cancer texted me ah! I, I have a, i have a cancer mars so do you um, really i do and we have a friend of, we have another friend of the pod with a cancer mars which i'm was surprised by i'm i'm a gemini mars which i don't really know i don't i don't really understand you don't stay you don't stay in conflict with people for long for the most part yeah i feel like that's also aries we're we're just too dumb to remember all the yeah but i also feel like the gemini airiness like you don't hold grudges no that's it's too much energy for me I I, I, I have a theory but about I it. I do. <laughs> no, I I don't hold grudges just because I'm too self-centered. I'm like, I couldn't yeah. focus on somebody else for that long. <laughs> no, I, um, it, I don't hold many grudges, but the ones I do are for life, baby. Oh, Fuck my you. God. Yeah. Fuck you forever. <laughs> As somebody on the other end of a cancer grudge, um, yeah, it's it's definitely committed you gotta yep. you gotta give it that. So, um, yeah, as, astrologically, it's uh, I don't know. It's a spicy time, I think. But I I really yeah. like Mars energy. I just had my birthday yesterday, but so I was kind of like birthday spiral. Um, but I think we're on the other side of it. I don't, Kayleen, Do you get weird around your birthday? I don't think so. I'm a birthday princess. I yeah, just I feel like that's attention. yeah. That's like most people. I get very. I don't think so. I feel like most people get emotional around their birthdays. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. a lot of people in our friend group don't, and they're pretty birthday princesses. But I think people in general um, get emotional and existential. I was telling um, my dad. I was like, I was like, yeah, I get like emotional and like kind of like depressed before my birthday. He's like, yeah, so do I. I was just like, what the I fuck? Think it's that Capricor- <laughs> I think it's Capricorn energy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the just wheel like, of, The wheel of time. <laughs> no, literally, Capricorn's just like, the, another year, the karma will take its time. 
Whenever yes. it happens, it happens. <laughs> yes. We shall wait for the wheel to turn. So yeah, I feel like um, we didn't talk too much last week about how we were doing um, over the break, but uh, I I feel like we're uh, obviously in. You know, life is different from the end of season six for both of us. So yeah, when did we once end again we have returned to this podcast? Different people. <laughs> yeah. Um, you were still in France, or you were in France, or about to go to France? I can't remember. No, I was in. I think we ended in February, early February, oh. I think. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. Were. Yep. Yeah, yep. we were doing some. We were doing some time change recordings. Yeah, that was fun because well, no, now they're like having like super riots. Well, I actually, what I'm I seeing, was seeing, yeah. I'm seeing videos of people casually eating at cafes while things burn down in the background, completely unaffected. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like that's, like, during, like, Black Lives Matter, there was, like, that, too, where it was just, like, people fighting on the streets for their life, and then people, like, were in cafes. On the sidewalk. Yeah. 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 And there, I, I don't know, I feel like the messaging was just, like, why aren't you on the streets fighting? And I... I, I, I don't know. I think I think in France in general, there's just like a a lot. Yeah, I did solidarity get, a lot more. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't get that feeling from the French videos. I don't think right. anyone was like, God, why are these people in the streets? I think everyone was like, God, that's so French. Yeah. <laughs> to just yeah. be casually sipping your coffee as everything burns down in the background. I mean, like, the oh, another day, another cop car fire. Yeah, I mean, one day I went to to class and there was just like a car singed, like it looked like it got exploded, and and it was like the top, it, like the fire. There was like fire damage, like three, three stories up. So like you know the flames were really high, and like nobody yeah. even talked about it. It was just kind of like, oh, I was I don't know. I like I like it. Um, I think in the city it can be kind of just debilitating because the tr- the metros get all fucked up and then like you don't like some jobs will stop going like you won't have to go to work depends um but i just think it's a great solution for a bike because it's just like with public transit it's like if you do like cool public transit is great but then you have to rely on the government and then if you want your government to be like halfway decent, you're probably striking a lot. Um, but I don't know. I'm always team bike. Fuck a car, honestly. They stress me out. But um, I am back in the States. I don't know. I'm figuring out where I want to fucking live. And I uh, none of it feels exciting to me. <laughs> it's I'm okay just to just like, wait for a little while, you know? Uh, yeah. I'm just like, I have a lot of options. I've been dealing with a lot of Seven of Cups energy. That was like my card for my birthday, which is like a lot of options, illusion, confusion. And I'm like, okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm like, happy birthday. I know. I was just like, it sounds like a year where I don't do much, which I mean, I, I honestly, I don't value myself and my like productivity. Um, because I feel I do do a lot of things that I say I'm going to do um, in life. So I keep those promises to myself. 
So I feel like I'm at like one of the first times in my life where I don't know where I want to go. And I've been chilling at my parents' house, which like honestly has been really nice. I have not done this. I used to not have a great relationship with my family. And I get why people are doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like my dad's retired and he's like making me food every day. And I'm like, when was the last time somebody made me food every day? fuck like I don't even think it was when I lived here because like I always took care of myself so I mean I just really like hanging out with retired people in general so (laughs) I used to date that age bracket because I was just oh my god (laughs) you guys aren't doing anything so I got some seven of cup options but nothing is like really exciting me like ding 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 but I'm also like it's okay. I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm tired of fucking moving. And I know that I'm here because my visa got fucked up. No, I didn't get fucked up. I fucked up my visa. I'll take responsibility for that one. I needed to apply here. I thought I could apply there. Ugh. So when I go, I'm going to go like properly with a visa. Stay over at the pond. So that's what I'm up to. Oh, and then what else did we do? Oh, yeah, we did Hit Me Spring. Did we, I don't know if we talked about that last episode. Um, I don't know. If you I follow me so. on Instagram, you know, for the past three years um, in March, I have been dancing every day and, like, recording it. And a lot of it has been in parking lots. And More we got a group of people to do it. Um, so we have a Voxer group going on, and we're just recording ourselves dancing and have like a email list going out every week of like different like intentions and manifestations and challenges and like people are loving it which is really it feels really good because I I knew it had like a profound effect on my life but it's definitely having a profound effect on other people's lives which is just incredible to see um just like the consistency and the magic that happens when you take like focused action and I think the group is also good for, like, accountability, too, also for me. So that's what I'm doing. Cool. Yeah, I'm, like, just neck deep in wedding season shit. Um, Mardi Gras happened while we were on break, which was, of course, just, like, beautiful and magical and chaotic and overwhelming and, uh, like, all-consuming. That's the thing is, like, when that's happening, it's really hard to, like put your attention on anything else, which was like, which is great in some ways. But then when that fog lifts, it's like all the things you've been ignoring come home to roost. So finally, you know, like a month later feeling like I'm not behind (laughs) because of Mardi Gras. Um, Yeah, just like doing wedding things and... Uh, I feel like I've got some really great clients this season and I'm working at, uh, venues I really love. Um, and I get to travel. I'm going to LA at the end of April for a big event that we're doing out there. Um, to hang out with Barry, a friend of the pod, uh, our first guest. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Um, I feel like. My summer is actually going to be busier than it usually is. Not just with work. Inch, or, I have like, with like, oh really? 
some of it with work. I feel like people, I, we're getting like inquiries for June and August and September, which for weddings, which we don't usually get. Those are usually like slow season. And I wouldn't say it's like super busy, but we're getting more inquiries than we usually do. And then July is just always um, two big events that we are very active in are Essence Fest um, and Tales of the Cocktail, which is a big um, mixology event that New Orleans hosts every year. Um, and that's that kind of consumes our July um, and I have, we have our, like, I- I'm going to ha- be at a- on a retreat in California in mid, mid June too. So I feel like I'm oh, traveling a yeah. lot. Yeah. Retreat. Traveling a lot. I have a lot of tickets to live shows in June. Like I'm seeing a lot of concerts. So I'm just like, it's nice to, to be like working right now and in it and then having other things to look forward to on the docket too. I feel like you've got to like breadcrumb stuff for when work work and life feels like really hard <laughs> you gotta you gotta have the the carrot and the stick so you've got something you're working towards so I used, yeah I used to do that um with like traveling I'd be like oh I'm yeah. taking a trip but if now I am so like... fucking tired of traveling I really am I know. but we're supposed to go to Disney Over World it. right I'm so excited for that I, know. I really really like Kayleen not to put you on the spot on the podcast, but I think it's really important that we go on in May. I know. I think there's a weekend in May that I could do it. I'm just trying to figure out if I can really? finish. I don't know if I can financially swing it. It's we'll figure Disney it out. Is we'll figure that part out. Okay, Disney's we'll figure that part out. No, we'll, um, we can stay at a friend's house. We can, I, or we can. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. We can talk off the line. I okay. really. I keep meditating and channeling, and they're like, "Go true Disney World with." Kay. It's literally been almost a year of this shit. I think literally, the second, I think the second week of May, I could do it. So stupid. Yeah, I don't feel like doing anything except for going to Disney World. Okay, all right. They're hosting well, a gay conference. They're great. like the America's biggest gay con. I was like, "What's a gay conference?" I, know, we all got, we all yeah. What are they talking about at the gay conference? Like. I don't know. We gotta figure like, it out. In Can response we be speakers? to Ron DeSantis Can we say gay, Disney's having a gay conference. What's a gay Can conference? We do a- Can we do a live podcast recording from Disney World? <laughs> We're looking for the, the biggest idiot. The biggest gay idiot in <laughs> Disney World. Yeah. Bone- yeah. What's the Bonus capital episode? of Idaho? Boise. You gotta do better next time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll interview them outside the Tower of Terror. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I really will figure it out. Do your taxes okay. and then see if you get money back and then let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's taxes. You're either like, I either owe money or I'm getting money. And there's like nothing in between. And it's so Yeah, that'll stupid. determine whether we go to Disney is whether I get any money back. Whether I have to pay the government or no, not. No, really. It's like, did I get 2000 or do I have to pay 2000 <laughs> What? And the thing is, the IRS knows and they don't tell you. They just let you figure it out for yourself. I know. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, All right. Yeah. Maybe I've got to look at my actually what I should do is I need to look at my um, deposit schedule for for 2024 clients and see if I've got anything hitting in early May. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, yeah. that's um, there you go. Well, 
well, you guys got a little sneak peek on our travel plans. I'm, yeah, how we how we how we see the world. No, me just bullying hey, Kayleen. Us. No, because I like texted her because I did a chanting breathwork thing, and I was like, Kayleen. And they said go to Disney World. And literally, it's so stupid because they're like, it's like this dramatic meditation where it's just like feel the presence of your future self, and I'm like, best I got is. Me and Kayleen really no- need to go to Disney World in May. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think the May, like, yeah, second week of May. I've got a wedding on May 6th. Yeah. And then nothing um, for a couple weeks, so. Oh, there you go. It. Yeah. I'll, um, because the thing that they talk about, like, if you channel or meditate and you want it to be, like, this profound thing, I swear to God, it'll just be, like, like, like the other day it was slime. I kept getting the message of slime. And then it's just like people kept talking about slime in the real life. And for me, that's like enough, you know? But I think, I, I don't know. If you guys are into that kind of thing or what it'll be, it'll give us food a lot of times. Um, really random things. So I got oil and then I've started oil pulling and that's been really good for my teeth. Um, I don't know. Get weird with it. And it's okay if it doesn't make sense. And then also make it happen. So this is a public declaration. We're going to Disney World in May. So yay! Great. What we're gonna our- do? Yeah, we're gonna do a live. We're gonna do a live recording. Where of would us we even record? It doesn't. We're, we will take this guy, and we will just we'll just live commentary our experience. Oh my gosh! There I'm are gonna- quiet corners at Disney World. Yeah, the smoking can- corners. Yeah, there. Are, I feel like there are parts of Epcot that no one goes to. <laughs> I know Kayleen is like you know all of the spots about it, but no, I no haven't this been is to this Disney is World. my breadcrumb. I, mean, I was like, I, I don't feel like Disney traveling, World. and now we just planned a trip to Disney World. Yeah, I haven't been to Disney <sighs> World since 2016. But when I did go, I feel like there was a period from like 2010 to 2016 where I was going like. If not once a month, then at least once a quarter. Dude, I went in 2021, and it was before they uh, lifted the international travel ban. So it was only, like, domestic tourists at Disney, and it was not fucking crowded. I didn't wait more than an hour for anything. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like going early May will actually be nice because uh, the schools haven't let out yet. Yeah, yeah, it's not like summer break. So we'll hit hit before family vacation season. Yeah, and we're not going to get, like, stupid Florida weather um, in May, really. Like, that doesn't start until, yeah. like, June. All right, okay, we're going to Disney World, guys. Uh, leave us uh, um, some money in our thing for our Disney World fund and help yeah, small send creators. Us no, one, no one has ever given us a Ko-Fi, but uh, you should. The link is in our link tree. Yeah. We we would like that, and we'd also really like a review. Um, yeah, God. we we look at the stats, and people do listen. So, yeah, bonjour tout le monde. <laughs> okay, Kayleen, what's our tarot card? Tarot, 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 time okay knee deep in airy season mars is in cancer saturn is in aquarius 
Pluto's in Aquarius. Holy shit. This is the dawning of the age, age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Which doesn't refer to Pluto and Aquarius, but still. You know what? We make the fucking rules. I, you know, I get like so tired. They're like, this is not the age of Aquarius. I was like, bitch, it's going to be whatever we want it to be. Ooh, we got another ace, baby. Oh. Ace of cups. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Ooh, your cup overfloweth. Um, yeah, lots of potent creative energy here. Um, I think this is telling you also that it's time to, like, focus on shit that is personal to you and emotionally connected. And that is where your power lies. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. What do you... Yeah, how do you feel about Ace of Cups? I, I have, like, a very interesting relationship with the, the Ace of Cups. Uh, uh-huh. It has kind of been, like, a death card for me. I have Wa- used... Yeah, water is, water couple- is death and rebirth. Yeah, I've had a couple, like, deaths, and I've, like, made altars, and for both of them, I pulled, like, the Ace of Cups, and I was like, okay, so I think it's also kind of, like, with deaths come beginnings, and also, like, those deaths, I don't want to be, like, they were necessary, but they were def- they propelled well, something very different in my life. stirs up a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. you know? That makes sense. It, like, there's a lot going on under the surface there, so. But then, uh, on a more, like, whimsical note... My friend called me and I asked for a tarot reading for my birthday and it was the Ace of Cups. And then yeah. that cancer texted me and I was really excited about that. So Yeah, I feel like this is um, Ace of Cups is like also very potent manifestation. Like what can you make out of nothing? Yeah. Uh, and also coming off of like the Ace of Swords, I think it's coming from like – Maybe you cut some stuff with the ace or maybe you were just like brainwashing yourself to think differently with the ace of swords and then you figured it out with um, like things are – I think like you can expect to see things in the physical with the ace of cups. I think that's fair. Do you agree? Yeah. I also think like – yeah. I also think like too like I've touched on before, ace of swords is very much – for me about like how we use our words and I think followed by the ace of cups it's like making sure that how you communicate lines up with what's in what with your inner world like that that your emotions like your inner world and your outer world are in alignment mm-hmm. and so that what you're presenting to other people and communicating to other people is true to like what's going on inside as well yeah yeah, I I think also, like, in the aces, like, the, the ace of wands, I think is, like, and maybe this is just my personal opinion, I feel like the ace of, ace of swords, ace of wands is, like, you are doing the action, and I feel like ace of pentacles and ace of cups are more, like, receiving cards. Like, I think the ace yeah. of cups, it's, like, coming to you. <clears throat> um, that, that, that strikes me as correct. Yeah. Um. Well, two aces is, you know, a fortune. If we get any more, it will start to feel like a threat. So yeah, that's let's right. see what happens next week. Yeah. Um, that's, you do say that. Three aces is a threat. Yeah, because it's like, oh, no, new things are coming. And it new gets a little things. menacing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to transition into the main dish? Yeah. 
Let's let's do it. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. Um, let's go. So today's main dish comes from a question from one of our listeners about how to how to like beat the algorithm. And Kayleen and I both have very different, I think, relationships with social media. I've built like a whole side of my business on it through consistently posting and like building like more consistency like daily. And Kayleen, I mean, I'll let you explain your relationship with like social media. Yeah, I feel like I was like when we were talking about this, I was like, well, first off, is this question asker um, referring to a specific social media like platform or just in general like i think uh, instagram but probably okay. in general i think a lot of the rules okay well because who the fuck knows yeah. what's going um, on with tiki talk yeah i so i was saying i feel like i personally have not run like a daily month weekly monthly consistent online advertising sales campaign since like 2015 or 2016. I am very loosey goosey with my social media, even my social media that is for my business. Um, Like it's very catch as catch can like my candle. Anyone who follows the candle company knows that I only post when things are about to go on sale or we're about to have a market. I don't like have much of a plan or a strategy, But as Anna pointed out, I do post a sales thing consistently yearly that has grown exponentially over time, which is my tarot, my my yearly tarot readings, um, which I started in 2018 and now I've done every year since. And yeah, I don't post about them all the time. I post about them once a year. But that's still consistency. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I don't know how to beat the algorithm. I don't post for sales. And Anna was like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, uh, you did pretty okay. well yeah, on just, your, like, tarot drop. Like. Well, but I think, I think that is, like, the overwhelming advice that's out there is that you have to be putting shit out consistently all the time and people equate consistently with all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is, I think a way to beat the algorithm is to acknowledge that you don't have to be doing shit daily or even weekly. You could be posting about something once a month or once a quarter or once a year. And if people know to expect it or post about it themselves and promote shit for you, that's a great way to beat the algorithm. Mm -hmm. Well, as somebody that posts more regularly, and I... There were times where you were posting three times a day on TikTok. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah, it was... You know what? But here's the thing also about that. I really enjoyed it. Like, I really... I wasn't doing much else. Uh, like, I took a year where I just really focused on, like, meditation and, like, posting on TikTok and rollerblading. And it was a great year. Um, financially, 
no, we didn't make a lot of money, but we made a lot of money the year before, so we were just kind of cruising on that. <laughs> um, I'm just, you know, as somebody who, that's the fun thing about owning a business too, is like you get to determine your patterns. You get to, like, if, if, if like you have, you know, a fucking, because people are always like, oh, make money, make money. I'm over here. I'm like, I could make a lot of money one year to just fuck off the year after, which to me, that sounds a lot more exciting. That's success. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not a lot of people can really take like almost an entire year off um, and chill. Um, and yeah, I, so I focused on, on TikTok and it was really fun. And I felt very like creatively stimulated and I really wanted to grow and I did grow, um, and it was cool, and I've made a lot of friends. And it's also, like, it's kind of surreal that I, like, focus, like, a year on that. And I also did other things. That's the thing. Like, I don't think you can ever, like, solely focus on, like, one platform. I started repurposing content. I started repurposing my TikTok content um, to Instagram, which, like, doubled my followers. And then on Pinterest, which I have you know, thousands of impressions every month just from like my TikTok content, which, um, which is good. I have like a base other places now, um, because I got good at short form video, which was cool because I was like, <laughs> I'm a videographer. That's like, that's my job job. And then everything switched. I feel like in the past year or two to like short form video content. But that being said, burnout is very prevalent. Social media addiction was not great for that. Um, and I think that's probably one of like our biggest dangers. So with beating the algorithm, create, and this might, I, I would say that there's two things that are gonna, that's gonna convert and get people to follow you and like want to like buy from you. It's creating shareable content and you're like, Anna, what the fuck does that mean? Um, you'll know. You'll, like if, if you do kind of like take a month and want to focus on like creating a bunch of content, you'll see what performs well. You'll see what gets what people click the share button on. And they say, you know. Yeah. And also what people will like duet or reply to mm -hmm. or stitch. Yeah. You know. And then um, create shareable content. And then in Kayleen's case and also me too, like even with Hit Me Spring, like. Most of my sales yeah, came you've been doing that after other people started posting about it in their stories, which like I, I don't know what kind of like sales psychology it is, but it is some sort of sales psychology. Um, yeah, where it's where you have your audience sell for you because like they believe in like what you're doing and have had great results or trust the person and the, the offer that you have that they'll sell for you. And then, well, I think I think what's common between those two strategies is that it's about connecting with people. Yeah, like you have to stop. You have to like really, I think, be intentional about who you want your audience to be. Because if you're like selling to everyone, you're selling to no mm -hmm. one. Like we know this, um, but who you want your audience to be and how you can connect with them, and also. Be ready to roll with it if suddenly, like, the demographics of your audience, what what you're putting out connects with a different group of people than you thought it would. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's an interesting one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, because sometimes the algorithm brings you something you didn't think you knew you wanted. It is interesting because creating content on TikTok, and I think one of the reasons why it's done so well is that you can post something so obscure and then your comment section is just like that very obscure strange thing has also happened to me and then it's like it knows exactly who to bring that to and so when I started posting on Instagram reels it was a lot of that uh like like men (laughs) like just kind of ruining the game I mean, like, you're stupid. As they do. Yeah. What do you do for a job? Like, all, all this stuff that is just like, okay. I don't really know. Um, I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, I, and, and, you know, just keep going. And then now I've, I've hit a point where, yeah, like, the people who find the stuff that I put out are cooler than me. You know? They're <laughs> – and, and I love that. I, they're all, like, like, really cool queer artists doing weird fucking things. Like, I love it. I, I love it when, like, people that I would follow are, like, engaging and following me. Like, that, 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 that was cool. And I wasn't really expecting that from Instagram because I was kind of letting it die. Um, but now, even if TikTok doesn't get banned, it's a very interesting question. It puts a lot of uncertainty in social media in general, which, like, we have talked about on the podcast a lot. Like, this is not... This is a house of cards. It's it's gonna come down sometime, somehow, some way. We don't know how. Um, so I think like acknowledging that, and then another point I want to touch on is I went to like a stand up comedy show yesterday, and she is like touring the world, and it's really funny. She had some like very specific jokes where I was just like. I have very real life applications of that. And like, I don't, okay. I don't know. Sometimes I also think maybe this is another podcast episode. The more you consume art, the more like the synchronicities happen. Like how many times have I seen a movie and I've been like, oh, I had a dream about that. Anyway, um, she interrupted her set to make some announcements of like, I'm selling my book and like sign up for my email list. Like here's how to do it. And I think that's kind of cool, too. And that's – I wonder if we're going to see more of that, like building these in-person connections and yeah. then having that be a response of, like, social media versus just social yeah, media I mean, a, social media. A great way to beat the connect, beat the algorithm yeah. is to connect with people in a place where there is no algorithm. I mean, so much of what I do is person-to-person, in-person networking and sales – um and it's about like i go to i i like on monday i went to an event that like was not work related it was purely social and i walked out with like the car i was like i just went up to the dj and asked for her card because i don't encounter a lot of women djs and i want to be able to recommend them and the food was like this really good Ethiopian food. And I, so I got the caterer's card because mm-hmm. like niche food options that, for Ethiopian that like, do banging. events well. It's so good. We have to go to his restaurant next time you're in town. Um, and so, yeah, I go to events and I like 
seek out Ven like I will get people's cards. It's might be you might think it's awkward, but like the fact of the matter is is these are people who are also gigging it mm-hmm. and they're happy to connect. They're happy to if 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 it can open more doors for them. Mm-hmm. And you know, so much of like I think what I do, like I I take it very seriously that as someone who is like an event coordinator and planner, my recommendations can cause like significant income opportunities for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like to make sure that my portfolio is well stocked of like different types of people I can recommend for different things. And then that goes both ways because like, People can then recommend me for things, you know, if they're if they are working with clients who maybe need more organizational help. Because you Um, hear about things like. It's not about like what, you know, it's who, you know, and I feel like that's always kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. Um, But who, you know, is important and like putting yourself out there, especially in these different spaces and industries that you want to uh defeat the algorithm I, I always think of the the song from hamilton it's like no one else is in the room when it happens the room where it happens when it happens i knew immediately uh, because it's just like uh, putting yourself in the room of like what can happen like the more you do something yeah and it's also like get off the what is your yeah, service get off the internet and i know i i, I think this might be a hot take what is your service if it is niche can you do it for free for referrals to start out and then like use your testimonial yeah. and you know like build from there? You just need to have. I did a rapport. that. That's how. Ta- that's how the yearly tarot reading started. Mm-hmm. I literally asked if I could do it for like three people for free. Yeah, I got so many inquiries. I did it for way more than three people. Yeah, and then most of those people pay me like a hundred dollars a reading now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I got my first, like, I would say full-time gig as a freelancer. I moved to Denver. I thought I was going to be a, I was looking for a full-time job. I was. I was like, oh, I'll work a full-time job. It's okay. You know, I can do this on the side. My uh, husband can, like, do the business. I'll have the job. No, I was the one who was taking photos of my friend for free and some ding dong ran up to me and was like are you a photographer I was like yeah he was like I need a lot of work and I'm like okay sure you do buddy no I worked for him almost full-time flew around the country shooting fashion campaigns hiring models like for like eight months um and that was my break that was my break I then had a portfolio around the country and that that's that let me do this. So I think that's also kind of fun because there's like the law of detachment too. I wasn't trying to make, and I know this sounds so annoying and so not helpful, um, but I think also establishing safety of like, okay, I'm just going to experiment. I'm going to play. And especially when you do that in the real world and you're not like, this has to work. If this doesn't work, I'm going to die. And that is not saying you shouldn't do things full time because I'm a very big advocate of like what happens when you let yourself go all in but like this nervous system safety 
and however you need to get to that yeah. nervous system safety. But that's you're, where the magic is. You're not happen. wrong, though. Like, this year was the best year for year ahead tarot readings. And I almost didn't offer them because I didn't actually need the money this year. I remember you said that. Yeah. Like, I, in the past, like, I started offering them literally because, like, I broke up with my partner of, like, a long time and was about to be taking on like rent and a car note by myself. And I was like, I need as many streams of income as possible. And then I struggled and I struggled and I struggled. And then this year I was in a good financial place and I was like, I don't need it, but I feel like other people need it. And that's where the magic so happens. Offer it. Yeah. I didn't even raise, I don't think I, I, I may have raised my prices like $10 yeah. this year. At, if at all and then and i booked like over 20 readings mm-hmm. it's the most i've ever done um and it was also the least draining i feel like it's ever felt mm-hmm. so i feel like there is something to be said for taking the pressure off of something mm-hmm. so that it, you can make so that you can embrace the flow of it mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah no exactly because I, a lot of it's like the creation you got to create you got to create space mm-hmm. yeah because the universe hates a vacuum so if you make space for a thing yeah see what rushes in to fill it yeah it's exciting um but in person opportunities i would say is a great way and then ask like it is so it was it would be so within the scope to literally be like can I do this session for you for free will you post about it in your story yeah or um find other people that you could collab with like if you're in the events industry um see if there are other other vendors who are like on the same level as you um if that you vibe with that also maybe trying to like break into the industry do like a stylized shoot mm-hmm. or something like that that showcases like w- what y'all do and how you can do it in conjunction. Mm-hmm. It is totally it like yeah it is that that could be like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's also we're having to rebuild our career and work connections, which is a little daunting because like we were told you know we were raised with this idea that we would be able to have, like, a career for 30 years and a pension and retire and have this kind of, like, built-in community. And then that kind of shattered, and we're rebuilding right now because we still do need work community. I I deeply believe that. But we're in a space where we get to define more of what our work – what we want our work community to look like. Like, you you don't need to work with an asshole if you don't want to. Um, We say it all the time. John Waters' definition of success is just not not working with an asshole. So, um, and then also one more thing on content creation. <laughs> like, just I, when I was heavy into content creation, I would have a working list at all times of just like ideas of, and sometimes I used the list, sometimes I didn't, but it was always nice to have. So, and I'm yeah. just a really keep big... it somewhere, keep it something somewhere close to you. If it's, you know, the notes app on your phone or like a journal, mm-hmm. but like someplace where you can jot down ideas as they come. Yeah. 
Because that's really valuable. Yeah, and it'll also... Have a stack of post-it notes at your desk. You don't need to scroll. Also, that's a huge one. Like, if you get caught in the scroll, it's going to take your creativity. Um, So just focus on your list and creating content, which can be really fun, and releasing any pressure of, like, an outcome, even for, like, a month, and see what the fuck happens. I, I... be willing to put money on it that it would like something would happen cool um yeah so turns out you did have a lot to say kayleen i guess <laughs> i was like i don't put out content i don't know this is honestly um, this is not uncommon like kayleen says that and then i have to be like kayleen here are some uh actual evidence <laughs> of you doing this <laughs> and you are qualified to talk about this and she's like oh Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So All right. Bro Book Review. Hit us with a book review. Bro Book Reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. This is actually not a book, but I feel like it kind of is, but it's an Audible exclusive and it's a podcast Ooh. from Mel Robbins. So, have you read Mel Robbins? Oh, no, but you've talked about she's the five minute or the five, five second, second rule. Yeah, okay. I I really like her. I feel like I should because she's anti procrastination, and that's what I suffer with. Yeah, and most. she's anti procrastination. Just doing it, and then like she also has like the Gary V. She's in her fifties, and she has this like Gary V. attitude of like age is a number like you can reinvent yourself not even can but like you are going to need to reinvent yourself (laughs) like at many junctures of your life so she is this is one called reinvent your life and I think it's really good she is writing this or like recording this while she is reinventing her life she's like taking a break from public speaking and traveling she was just like I was burning out like it was not good and I know I don't need to do that so she says one of the really important things when you're on a reinvention she said pull over your car and like stop like you're in the driver's seat like identify whether or not you are in the driver's seat are you in the passenger seat or the driver's seat if you're in the passenger seat get in the driver's seat once you're in the driver's seat pull over realize take a break is this what you want is this the direction that I'm excited to go into? And what do I actually want? And I think that is such, we, we talk about this one a lot. Like, what the fuck do you actually want? And then it talks about kind of like the mindset and like the subconscious reprogramming and the different actions to become the different person, right? Um, how do yeah. you, it, it's kind of like the, the chicken and the egg, uh, is it your actions that make you a different person or is it your subconscious that makes you a different person? And at the end of the day, it's both. And it doesn't matter if you're not doing either. If you're not doing both, it doesn't matter. You have to do both all the time. You have to think differently. You have to act differently. Um, yeah. So I thought it was really good. I am excited to see. I, I really also like it when people are like respecting, like, yeah, I could make a million, you know, X million dollars on the road. But I don't feel like it. I don't need that. Um, I think she's somebody that kind of like creates to create. Um, I would recommend it. It is. Yeah. 
uh, audio original book. I feel like I've only, I've really only heard good things about Mel Robbins. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's definitely more of like a tough cookie, but I think she was but like people a, like that. She used to be a lawyer. And she was just like, no, my in my 40s, she was like, I was about to file bankruptcy. I was a million dollars in debt. Like, I didn't have a job. It's a very, uh, it's quite the phoenix rise from the ashes story. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> All right, Kayleen, what are your plugs? Uh, Swamp Witch, four eyes to see me inconsistently post about what I do. <laughs> She's still making money though, cause she good at what she still do. Money, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> yep. Um, follow the podcast on entrepreneurs.podcast and entrepreneurs.com. We have our newsletter coming in hot. Um, thank you for everybody. Yeah, hit us up with more listener questions. Yeah. Um, you can also email them to entrepreneur no s entrepreneur at gmail.com. Um. Follow me at the.fakeguru on TikTok for as long as we have it. I don't think it's going anywhere, but it is fun drama. I think it's going to be functionally different. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it conti- the, situ- the situation continues to evolve. <laughs> Good thing we have a podcast for people to listen to. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. Donate to our Disney World fund. Yeah. We're going to go to Disney World in May. It's going to be so fun. Um yeah. We're so excited to talk to you from Disney World. That's the thing. We're I it's already happened. I I just know it's going to be so good because it's it came in so strong. I did the same breath work that I did that gave me a kundalini awakening and I did it again and it was like go to Disney World with Kayleen and May. <laughs> yeah, what weird spiritual shit's going to happen to us at the House of Bells? <laughs> I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um All which right. is what I want. So Yay. Okay. All right, everybody. Have a gay day. All right, bestie.